Looking good. Hour. My name is Darian. I am back for another week of witchy horror Halloween goodness. My main man buddy is in the house. Yo, yo. Yo, yo. <laughs> What's happening, dude? Oh, man. I'm like, killed myself at work. I'm old. Are you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Me too, man. I, I just discovered that this week. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, it's too? great. No, I've had like a, a solid week run of fucking bullshit. I hate it, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know when I got old. Uh, you can't convince me that I'm not 22 anymore. No. So no. I'm going to continue to act like I'm 22 um, until. And just feel the consequences. Until something falls off. <laughs> yeah. Or I can't stop the bleeding right. or something of that effect. What's up with you? What's your problem? Uh, so at work, we are uh, installing racks and beams with like shelving and stuff like that. You yeah. know, a lot of pounding with the hammers, trying to get the beams in place. And yeah. And uh, very physical labor stuff. And, uh, yeah, I can feel it in my body. Yeah, man. Yeah. It is rough. Uh-huh. So, last weekend, I ran a half marathon. Right. The night before I ran the half marathon, my daughter wakes up and vomits all over her bedroom floor. Damn. Like, 2 o'clock in the morning. Wow. So, we're like, oh, shit, that's gross. Now we're kind of sleep deprived. But we ran it anyway. Sore as shit for the next two days. Mm. Soon as I start feeling better from that... Whatever my daughter had is now making its way around the house. Oh. I've now got explosive diarrhea. Okay. Projectile pooping, uh, cold chills, a little bit of a fever. Wear a diaper. Well, I, no. <laughs> I refuse to wear a diaper. A man diaper. I, I re- what little shred of dignity I have left, I am white knuckle holding on to. Uh, so that makes its way around. Yeah. Uh, just as I start getting over that, and I'm thinking, okay, I can start getting back to normal now. I wake up with a kink in my neck. I've got a fucking pinched nerve. Oh, man. Yeah, pinched nerve. Mm. It hurts like a son of a bitch. Well, I hope I that's not contagious. I, me too. <laughs> me too, dude. Uh, I haven't had a decent night's sleep in like eight days now. Oh, wow. So, fuck. <laughs> I don't even know what I did for the pinched nerve. You know what I mean? I woke right. up and I was like, ah, fuck. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Whatever I did, I did it in my sleep. It's yeah. a sleep injury, buddy. <laughs> right? Fucking ass. Can't sue anybody for that no, one. No, I can't even be mad. I don't know what I did. <laughs> yeah. You know, it'd be one thing if I, like, slammed my hand in a car door or something. I'd be like, oh, I'm a fucking moron. God, what damn, what, what? <laughs> You probably slept walking, did some crazy shit, and went back have. to bed. <laughs> I must have. I don't know what I did, but it was bananas. Now my arm is hurts. I got this thing in my neck. Wow. Oh, it's a pain in the dick, dude. I got to go to a chiropractor. Mm. Yeah, good times. All right, right. buddy. Uh, We are without Jason Harrell this week. 
Jason, I know you're listening, you son of a bitch. Uh, enjoy your week off. You probably missed the second best movie this month, I think. Yeah, second I'll, best, huh? Pro- prob- maybe even the third. I don't, we'll talk about that next week. Uh, let's go ahead and get into a regular horror show here, buddy. We got horror news. We got listener mail. We got all kinds of fun stuff coming at us. Here oh. comes a little of the old horror news. Oh, yeah. Horror news. What do you got there, fella? Did you hear that Marvel's Blade movie has been put on pause and won't make November 2023 release date? I heard that. Yeah, some shit. I, uh, um, I mean, I wasn't like, I was, I was gonna watch it. Yeah, I like, I, I like I the original Blade movies. Mm-hmm. I was interested to see how, which you know, what direction they were going to take it in. Yeah, uh, but I'm not too bent about it. Hopefully, it's because they're you know refining it and yeah. going to put out a better product. Is what I would like to know. Would like to think. Yeah, they're having a bit of director issues. Well, oh, that's always a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> so they're hoping to restart the production in early 2023, which means Blade will now release in theaters. Supposedly on September sixth, two thousand twenty-four. Okay. Yeah, All we're right. like pushing it almost a year out. See, I thought they just they just postponed the release. Like no. it was all ready to go. No. They just want to push it back for whatever reason. It's still in production, is what you're telling me. Yeah. Yeah, that's we're fucked. <laughs> right. We're fucked on Blade. Sorry, Blade. Uh, did you like the movie Fear with Mark Wahlberg? Uh, <laughs> I like certain parts of it. <laughs> I yeah, like, I like uh, finger banging Alyssa Milano on a roller coaster. Oh man, part of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they are going to make a Peacock series out of that film, 1990 film. Um, I'm not. I mean, I probably won't watch it. You know, it's it's a it's a tweeny. It's it's in the vein of a screen. It's it's kind of like um, I feel like it's uh, it's for chicks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because every chick wants a Mark Wahlberg lookalike, right. somebody that looks like Mark Wahlberg in his underwear, to be like manically obsessed with them. And ooh, he's dangerous. Ooh, but he's yeah. so sexy. Such a bad boy. Oh, look at him! He's <laughs> threw a brick through my window. Oh, <laughs> yeah, dangerous. But at the so I feel like that's kind of it's kind of geared towards chicks. Mm-hmm. Um, when it first came out, what did you say? Ninety six. Nineteen ninety. Nineteen. Oh, wow. Nineteen ninety. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of. Oh yeah, it is ninety six. Yeah. There yeah. was a lot of buzz from the chicks at my high school over fear. Oh yeah. And uh, I took my then girlfriend to see it, and uh, I got laid that night. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah, that club that they were dance or uh, shooting pool at. Yeah. In, in Seattle, been to that club many, many times. Living in Washington State. Nice. So Very it, was, nice. It, was, it was pretty cool watching that when I was younger because it's like, oh yeah, I go there all the yeah. time. So. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> yeah. And that's all I got. What do you got? Are you ready for another Planet of the Apes movie? No. I. <laughs> Okay, well then, just never mind. <laughs> Too bad you're getting one anyway, son of a bitch. You know, are we talking like 1950s or? <laughs> no, the new ones. Goddamn. Well, I think I don't know. I'm not sure how this one's going to fit in. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is set for a 2024 release. 
Okay. So I believe this is a continuation of the James Franco Planet of the Apes. Okay. Uh, fuck what the last one came out. What nine years ago? Yeah. So we it got, was decent. I liked it. Yeah, I was. I wasn't mad at it. Um, there you have it. Um, if you if you're one of those Planet of the Apes dudes, then you're gonna love that shit. Yeah. Uh, speaking of remakes, Red Sonia. Oh. Remember Red Sonia? Oh yeah. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger said that was the worst movie he's ever made in his life. Right. <laughs> I wasn't mad at it. I, I, it had Ernie Reyes in it. Remember uh-huh. that? He was doing karate and shit. Yeah. Um, I was never attracted to Brigitte Nielsen. No. Myself. No. Uh, but I am attracted to this upcoming Red Sonia. That's song, what I'm waiting on. Matilda Lutz. I recognize that. Did you that. ever uh, watch a movie called Revenge where she gets uh, gang raped in the desert and she... Oh, yes. Comes back. That's her. Ooh. And there are posters up at Bloody Disgusting if you want to see her in a nice armor situation. She's going to be Red Sonia. Very cool. Um, I'm scared of Brigitte Nielsen. Or at least I was at one point. Because mm-hmm. she looked like she could kick somebody's ass. Right, yeah. I'm not scared of Matilda Lutz. I want to have sex with her. Right. Uh, I don't think she could take me in a fight, though. Mm. Even with a broadsword. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> uh, lastly, it looks like the Scream Box documentary Pennywise, the story of it, is getting a Blu-ray release. Yes. Uh, next month, 22nd mm-hmm. of November. That's very cool. Um, I'll probably pick it up. I'm interested. Yeah. I'm interested in that. A lot of directoral stuff in there. Yeah, and it's all about the 1990 mm-hmm. uh, it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious. I'll check it out. You know, yeah. See what's, what's going on, what I missed there. That's all we got on the horror news there, buddy, Sir Buddy of Buddington. How about a little listener mail, if we could? Yes. You want to over and under on how many dude tits we got in our, <laughs> I know, right? our mailbox this week? <laughs> I'm, I'm setting the over at 23, or it'd probably, probably be 24, actually. <laughs> they usually come in pairs, from what I hear. Listener mail. We got emails and voicemails and all kinds of fun stuff going on here. I want to show you my boots and spurs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know that I want to see that, but right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you, sir. Uh, let's start things out on the open road, buddy. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's Freddy. Hey, Freddy. I don't think Freddy's going to be happy with us. Oh. We basically just uh, told him to go fuck himself <laughs> with the werewolves because yeah. Kat showed us her, her boobs. So he's <laughs> subject line, what the fuck? Yep. <laughs> yep. He's mad. He is mad. <laughs> hey, Freddy. Oh, boy. Hi. Hi. How you doing? Uh, <laughs> you look handsome today, Freddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, folks, I'm going to get right into it about the rematch. <laughs> Three to two on the votes, and the deciding vote was your kid? <laughs> now, I'm not even mad at the tits. That were that was awesome. But the deciding vote was hopefully from one who didn't see the bribery. No, he did not, Freddie. I did not show no. Deacon Cat's uh, boobs. But I'm sure he'll see him eventually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, scrolls on your phone enough. <laughs> uh, had to play for a minute. I am sad to see my pack out. But again, tits always win, LOL. My question is, that clause is available to all, right? I do have maybe a B cup, and we'll gladly share. (laughs) 
Oh, and I know Educate this week, and it's Let Us Pray. Awesome movie. Always listening mm-hmm. now, and props for the fun you give us. Stay safe out there, and if you say please, I'll show you my tits too. Cheers, Freddie. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Freddie. <laughs> what uh, a guy. I don't. I don't particularly want to see Freddy, no Freddie's tits. No, no thanks. I'm sure they're wonderful, Freddie. But uh, no, no, I'm good. <laughs> Sounds like a movie. Freddie's tits. Freddie's tits. <laughs> yeah, that was Nightmare on Elm Street Part Nine. Yeah, Freddie's, Freddie's tits. tits. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see either one of them. Fuck. Right on, Freddie. Thank you for writing in. And uh, sorry about the werewolves, dude. Uh, believe me, that was completely random. But during the break, uh, we had to quickly devise a system as to how we were going to bring the Silent Hill nurses back. And Jason kind of went all Dungeons and Dragons. Oh man, He's yeah. Like, you got to you got to pull out a D eight and you got to roll the some bitch. And then we're going to assign numbers to all the. I realize I sound more like Bill Clinton than Jason <laughs> yeah. Harrell. Uh, that's as close to Jason Harrell as I'm going to get. And then, he, and then it, he's like, "What well, we got? Powers? We and got? Stuff. Yeah, we got to assign hit points. And yeah, hit they points. Can beat the hit points of the other one. Uh, I can't, Jason. I can't. <laughs> well, bring me like a bestiary, and then we'll talk. <laughs> bestiary. Yeah. Uh, let's get over to Sydney, Australia. Here comes uh, Tim. Hey Tim from the Horror for Dummies clown, uh, uh, group. Yeah, I said clowns. I didn't. I didn't mean to say clowns, Tim. I'm sorry. Uh, subject line: Quick, quick question. Hey guys, how's things this week? Just a quick question: If I send you a picture of my boobs, <laughs> can I have the xenomorphs back in the pterodome? Love you. <laughs> now here's the thing, Tim. <laughs> we definitely saw this coming. We have seen, of course, of course. <laughs> yeah. I have seen Tim naked in total completion. Right. Once upon a time, Tim was in a an actual heavy metal band called Thrashed. I don't know if he wants me talking about this, but I'm going to go ahead and do it. Anyway. Yeah. The name of the band was Thrashed. And I'm sure if you did dug deep enough, you could find it. But there is a music video that they put out in which Tim... Uh, was in he was basically taking a bubble bath mm-hmm. um, and it didn't leave anything to the imagination no no uh, complete with a full chest mange I think and, you have a blu-ray edition of that don't you I do I do I've got a, a couple signed copies and, uh, so on but between that and showing us his quote-unquote wristwatch, I yeah. think we've seen everything that Tim has to offer. Yeah. We know Tim's entire landscape. <laughs> so, no, Tim. <laughs> we are well familiar with the curves and crevices of your body. But thanks, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here she comes, the instigator from London, England. It's the horror slut. Cat's in the house. Hey, Subject- cat. Subject line, accents. Oh. Evening, gents. I do hope everyone had a safe week. Glad that my two arguments and bribery were effective and you enjoyed them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Educate is rather easy this week as I have a bit of the hots for Liam Cunningham and his accent. You are, of oh. course, let us pray. You're right, Kat. Mm-hmm. You're, of course, absolutely right. I will have to remember to write in earlier this coming week, taking some time off and enjoying the countryside with a few girlfriends. We will be having a horror marathon, which will be mostly trashy slasher movies. Nice. As we all enjoy those. Hope everyone has a safe and healthy week. Cat. Yeah. Nice. Cat, I'm glad you're taking some time off, babe. You earned it. Heck yeah. And uh, I would like to know what the trashy slasher movies are. Mm-hmm. I've got one in my, uh, what are you looking at, that is probably going to blow your mind. Oh yeah, it's bananas. It is. It may be the. 
It's it's just bananas. I can't even describe it. Uh, right on, Cat. Thanks for writing in. Let's get back here to Reno, Nevada. Here comes a cowboy. Hey, cowboy. Subject line, Hellraiser. Mm-hmm. Evening padded room. Hope everyone is doing well and made it in tonight. Educate. Easy one. Let us pray. Great movie. And Liam Cunningham is, Cunningham is an awesome actor. Yeah. So there's now two Terradome clauses. Ha ha. But does the resurrection clause not count for everyone? Or could we get a proxy to pay the bribery? Okay. I'm hmm. I'm interested. Are All right. You, are you peaked? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, here's the thing, inmates. I don't want to see any dude boobs. Okay? I don't want to see those. I don't want to see senior citizen boobs. No. Uh, I don't want to see, uh, like... Boobs with weird scar. I don't want to uh, like surgical uh, scarring. I don't want to see any burn victim boobs. I don't want to see any uh, breast implant mishaps. <laughs> inverted uh, nipples. No inverted <laughs> nipples. And don't just go screenshot the last playmate and send her to me either. They have to be authentic amateur female boobies. And if you can like, uh, I don't know, dude. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna add a new clause right now. Get them to hold up a padded room. I want to be on the I want to be in the padded room. Uh, piece of paper. There you it go. Says I want to be in the padded room. Boobs out, and that that is the new resurrection clause. Yeah, there it is. And we get a bunch of them. Then it, instead of like terror dome, we could do a titty dome. Oh, <laughs> the battle of the best breasts. Oh yeah, <laughs> battle of the breasts. I like that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Maybe a different podcast. That's never going to happen. It's <laughs> yeah. never going to happen. Uh, I did get to watch a few things this week. Finally caught X. It was okay. Not as good as I heard in my opinion. Okay. And watched the new Hellraiser, which I really liked and will rewatch again, I'm sure. I thought the Cenobites looked awesome and female Pinhead was amazing. Left you a little chuckle below. Ha ha. Also watched the Monsters with the kids. I had fun with it. No complaints. Cool. Uh, back to the grind. Hope everyone has a great week. Catch you on the flip, cowboy. All right. Thanks, cowboy. Uh, his meme here is Jeff Goldblum, Sam Neill, and Laura Dern in the Jeep from Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. And it says, Disney owns Hulu. Hulu releases Hellraiser reboot. Hulu pinhead is female. Pinhead is a Disney princess. <laughs> yeah. I get it. Hey, I yeah. Get that. Yeah, that's, that's quite possible. Hell yeah. I like that. Right on, cowboy. Thanks for calling or uh, writing in there, big dog. We have a voicemail here, buddy. All right. We have one voicemail. It's from our main man in Alabama. The king of the cha-cha, Alan, has arrived. Hey, Alan. Padded room, what's up? What's up, um, Alan? Food resurrection. Okay. One time we gave somebody a free carnival shirt because he showed us a boob. Why not? Anyway. Yeah. Why not? Uh, no terror down late happening this week. But, uh, Mr. Darian, are you, uh, let us pray? Yes, sir. Yeah. Double check that. I've seen the movie. It's a great show. Anyway, I mm-hmm. uh, hope everybody's doing good. And, yeah, dude, you let us pray. There's another one that's similar to that. I can't remember what it is. There's quite Anyway, a few. have a good one. Bye. You too, Alan. All right. Uh, thanks for calling in, Big Dog. That is all we have on the listener mail, buddy. Do you all have right. anything for Alan, Cat, Cowboy, or Freddy, or Tim? Thanks, everybody, for calling right again. Absolutely. Uh, Terra Dome fights resume this week. Tonight, buddy. Yeah. Tonight, we get into the finals. Yes. Of the teams. Terra Dome. 
uh, tournament. Mm-hmm. I've got an idea oh, yeah? for the next Terradome. I'm going to float it past you during the break. Okay. I don't know that I want to let that cat out of the bag yet. All right. I think I'm going to take some time off after this Terradome, and then I've got a new idea mm. for what we might do. Okay, anyway, let's going to do a movie here. It's the autopsy of Jane Doe, buddy. Yeah. 6.8 stars on IMDb. That's a full 3.5 stars, better than President Evil. <laughs> it's directed by Andre Overdahl. You recognize that name? Mm. Have you seen a movie called Troll Hunter? Oh, no. Same director. Okay. Well, watch Troll Hunter. It's a good show. Yeah. Uh, written by Ian Goldberg. Stars Brian Cox, Emile Hirsch, and Olwyn Catherine Kelly. It's got a solid R rating, this bad guy. Yeah. This is probably, if I had if I had to write a top ten list of my all-time favorite horror movies, oh, yeah. this would probably not be on it. But it would be in the honorable mentions, for sure. Yeah. It might. It might. It might. It might make number ten. Make number ten. It's, it's yeah. a great show, is mm-hmm. what I'm telling you. I love this one. Um, a lot going on here. It's, it's very easy to forget. That we are in witch month when you're watching this movie. Yeah. Because you don't find out the witchiness until like the last 20 minutes of the movie. Right. Give or take. So we're going to start off in the sleepy little town of Grantham, Virginia, buddy. Mm -hmm. And we've got a father-son duo and they run the local... I, I think they are. They run the local funeral parlor slash morgue. And Mm -hmm. I believe they are also the county coroners. Yeah, because they do a lot of uh, signing off on death certificates, right? Uh, cause of death, probably small town. Yeah, you know, you gotta you gotta fill a lot of jobs. Yeah, there, and they 
I don't know that I would live in this house, but it's an interesting concept. So basically the morgue, mortuary, funerary prep area is in a sub-basement of their their ranch-style house, Mm -hmm. which is above ground. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Um, I, I mean, I like the idea of working from home. I don't like the idea of working from home. And a with, cop can show up at your door? With a dead guy. Yeah. Is the thing. I'm having dinner. Yeah. Uh, bing bong. Yeah. Hey, we got a dead one for you. Okay, I'm watching Tales from the Crypt. There's <laughs> yeah. 14 dead guys six feet below my feet. That's a bit of a thing. That's weird. That's right. You, you realize know? it's Sunday and the purple team is playing. Yeah. And there's dead guys. <laughs> and there are, there's pe- purple dead guys. Because of rigor mortis. <laughs> yeah. And I would like to watch the Vikings lose this week. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of weird, man. Uh-huh. I, don't, I, don't, I mean, I get it. This is like a generational thing. They, they right. We'll get more into the backstory of these two here in a minute. But uh, that's, that's what's going down. And we, we're actually going to start off somewhere else in this sleepy little town where there's a crime scene. Mm-hmm. Multiple murders. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's Pretty a, gnarly. Yeah. Dark, uh, shotgun stabbing. Uh, blood everywhere. Blood everywhere. Massacre in yeah. a sleepy little town. Suburban area type of a thing. Um, basically, the cops go in there. They find dead bodies everywhere. And this is like a uh, you know, like a suburban family. Yeah. What the fuck is look, going on? They, it looks like they killed each other trying to get out, get out of the house. Yeah. No forced entry. No forced entry. It looked like they were trying to get out of the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, Old couple too, wasn't it? uh, Yeah. Yeah. And there was a couple of kids in there also. Ah. When they get down to the basement, they find another dead body, young lady, half buried in the the dirt floor Mm -hmm. of the basement. Like, whoa, okay, there's another dead body. Can't figure out a cause of death on her. And she's pristine. No obvious gunshot wounds or stab wounds. Uh, So very cool. They take, they, you know, I mean, they bag everything up. Crime scene, CSI guys come in. They take the mysterious dead body from the basement to uh, our father and son, the uh, Swintons, mm-hmm. over over at the uh, house slash morgue slash mortuary situation. This is where we meet these two, played by Brian Cox and Emil Hirsch, father and son. Yeah, I love these two guys. Yeah, they did great. It makes me think. It makes me really. It makes me jealous. Is what it is. I never connected with my dad over anything. Yeah, me either. Nothing at no. all. I, could you see me, uh, me the, the idea of me and my dad standing over a dead body? Forget it. No way. <laughs> we couldn't agree on uh, which team to root for, <laughs> right. a dead body. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, but these two are very, very uh, tight. They've got a family cat named Stanley. Uh, apparently, the mom, uh, Brian Cox's wife, passed away a little while ago. Probably old age. Uh, we'll get... There's a little bit of like a subtext there, mm-hmm. but we'll get more into that as the story goes on. Um, the kid, Emil Hirsch, he has a girlfriend. Her name's Molly. She's uh, fairly attractive. She yeah. works somewhere at a bookstore somewhere in the town. Mm-hmm. So they're finishing up with their latest dead body, um, burn victim, bad one, oh, real man. bad one. Yeah, We're fucked up. He's got like one eye left. Mm-hmm. The other one is he looks like uh, you left him in the microwave too long or something. Yeah. something. I don't know. I don't, it's bad, man. It's mm-hmm. all melted and charred and nasty. Um, she shows up there to pick up Emil from. Uh, I keep calling him Emil. The character's name, I believe, was Seth. Am I right? I think so. Let me just verify that. 
she picks him up because they're having a big date night. Now, while all this is going on, we've got a major storm running into Virginia. And uh, weather warnings are going out, all kinds of shit. You know, stay inside. Austin. Austin? His name was Austin, actually. You're right. Uh, Tommy Austin. Emma is her name. Uh, she's like, hey, man, let's go out on our date. And he's like, yeah, of course. They just finished up with the dead body. She starts poking around the morgue there. Now, the morgue is like two levels beneath the house. There's a storm cellar door that will get you down there. Right. It leads to a staircase. And there's also like a rickety old elevator that will get you down there from the house itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's like, hey, man, I'm here. Show me around the morgue. It's kind of sexy. If I was him, that totally would have turned me on. Dude. Chicks are fucking horny Man. for graveyards, morgues. Mm-hmm. Um, how many horror movies we've seen where the chick takes the guy to the graveyard? She immediately wants to fuck. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the, 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 the cemeteries. You take a girl, dude. You, you want to get your dick sucked? Take her to the cemetery. Right. I don't know how that works. <laughs> I don't know how any of it works. Uh, the idea of you know finger bang, blasting a chick in front of a bunch of dead dudes. Not my jam, but if she wants it, I'll do it. Right. Believe me, she wants it. Uh-huh. I don't know. Yeah, anyway, she, she definitely did, too. She's down there. Oh, Man. Show me these dead guys. What's happening? Oh, I've never seen one. And he's like, hey, come on. What are you t- no, I can't show you that. My dad doesn't want you seeing it. Nobody's- dad pops up, and he's like, yeah, go ahead. Sure, I did. Yeah, he go knows. Ahead. Yeah. <laughs> he knows. Hey, she wants to see. She's a gr- She's an adult. Go ahead. Son, you need to get laid. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, we both do. <laughs> Your mother's been dead a long time. (laughs) So she's got, there's, at present, there are three dead guys in the morgue there. One of them is a shotgun blast. Another one is our burn victim. And the last one is an old lady that died of, uh, I want to say mesothelioma or carcinoma, something like that. Natural causes, basically. So she's like, uh, oh, let's pick one. And she rolls out the uh, uh, the shotgun blast victim. First thing we notice is that somebody has tied a little bell ding to ding. the to the uh, big toe there. Ding, ding. And Tommy, Brian Cox, comes by. He's like, well, in the old days, you know, uh, they didn't always – they weren't always 100% accurate on who was dead and who wasn't. How weird would that be? That is scary as shit. <laughs> Wake up in a fucking coffin six feet under the ground. Fucking fuck! Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> or, or if you're in that little box room in that morgue, I'll take that. Wham! You wake up, hit your head. I'll take. I'll take that over the being already being buried. And oh shit. yeah. But uh, you know, so that they would start squirming. You'd hear the bell. Oh shit! That guy's alive. Let's dig him back up. Take him back kind up. Kind of a thing. Uh, <laughs> Tommy likes to stand on ceremony, and he calls himself a traditionalist. So he still puts the bells on the uh, the big toes. Mm-hmm. Kind of a fun little thing he does. Oh yeah. Uh, she's like, oh. Uh, she starts pulling the uh, the uh, sheet back on our shotgun victim, and then Emil or uh, Austin. Austin is like, no, eh, dad, don't you don't want to see that? You know, yeah. some things you can't unsee. And Tommy's like, no, no, go ahead, let her see it. <laughs> uh, eventually, she kind of pusses out, and they close the drawer, and that's that. Uh, they are on their way out to go on their big date. They're going to go see a movie, do a dinner and a movie. Um, as they're walking out, the sheriff is walking in with another dead guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, Austin sees him walk past, and he's like, ah. 
another dead guy, and then uh, dad or uh, it's already late. Yeah, t- well, by late it's like probably six in the evening. <laughs> you know, it's not that late. Tommy's like, no, go, go on your date, have fun. Go, you kids, go enjoy yourselves. But Austin feels bad, so he's like, I can't. I gotta stay and help my dad with this. I don't know. And then there's we get it like another subtext about Austin doesn't want to be there. He's uh wants to get out of this family business and go mm-hmm. do his own thing, but he doesn't know how to tell his dad. It's been like two years. He's been holding on this secret yeah, for two years. And Emma's like, dude, you gotta let him know, you gotta tell him and he's like, I uh, I don't know. It's, it's the whole thing. Um, none of this is going to get resolved, Mm-mm. by the way. Yeah, no. <laughs> there's, there's just going to be blood and screaming and, and credits, and that's going to be it. <laughs> yeah. Um, eventually, Austin breaks, and he's like, look, we'll go to the late show. Let me just help my dad with this. We'll wrap this up super quick. Come get me around uh, 11 o'clock. We'll go have some drinks, catch the midnight showing of whatever the fuck. We'll still have our date. Just come back around 10, 30, 11 o'clock. I'll be ready to go. She gives a bunch of pissing and moaning, but eventually she agrees and wanders off. And Austin goes back down there uh, to help his dad with this new dead body. And this is where uh, we meet our Jane Doe. Now, this is the young lady that came out of the earthen floor basement of the uh, couple that we just met. The the big crime scene. So uh, they're like, okay, what's going on? The, The police chief is like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I got a whole bunch of dead bodies in a house. Uh, I can tell you how they all they all seem to have killed each other, except for this one. This one was half-assed buried in the basement. I'm can't th- tie it to anything. Can't tie it to nothing. Uh, we're, uh, he's reaching for strings, but he's like, I'm thinking maybe the local uh, hoodlums broke in and they were going to bury the body, but then the owners came home and caught him, and then uh, bang, 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 and that was that. So... Like, all right, well, we'll let you know what we find. And he's like, I need answers by the morning. Yeah. He's like, all right, we'll do an examination. We'll let you know what we find. Now, our Jane Doe is, um, I would be willing to bet that she was smoking hot. Oh, man. When she was alive. Yeah. She's got a body on her. And she's probably early 20s. Well, they say she's early 20s. Uh, Caucasian, milky white skin, perfect um, athletic build. I don't think she had red hair, but she did have like a uh, like a light brown kind of hair. Yeah, uh, Caucasian um, eyes are gray. Yeah, gray eyes. No scars. <clears throat> Nothing. Nothing. No ca- No immediately uh, identifiable cause of death. No like strangulation marks. No puncture wounds. No bullet holes. No uh, immediately visible trauma anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, well, let's open her up and see what we find. Yeah. So as they're doing their cur- – they, they break this whole thing down for the, the camera because they have to record this. Uh, they're going to do their autopsy in four stages. First stage is going to be like a cursor- cursory walkthrough of just like looking at her and checking her out, checking her joints, checking her hair, checking her fingernails, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what they The first thing they find is that her wrists and her ankles are broken. Yeah. No bruising. Buddy, no bruising. No bruising. Nothing to suggest trauma or being bound or anything like that. Mm-mm. But they're all broken. Okay. Oh, Interesting. Uh, pop her mouth open. Her tongue has been cut out. Yeah. Interesting again. Now, at this point, we start speculating. We're thinking, okay, uh, she should be kind of beat up, but she's not. Mm-hmm. Maybe, uh, I don't know. 
But uh, Tommy speculates that uh, there was like some kind of a human <clears throat> trafficking thing yeah. nearby, and maybe uh, she was making noise, so they cut her tongue out after they bound her uh, bound her too tight by her wrists and her ankles. So they're like, eh, it's possible. All right, just a th- just a thought. That was the first stage of mm-hmm. the uh, uh, examination. When they open the mouth, they find like some thread in her throat. They're like, okay, maybe they she swallowed something. Uh, maybe she was gagged, and mm-hmm. part of it kind of got into her esophagus. Now it's time to open her up. So they make that uh, autopsy incision, the big Y cut mm-hmm. that goes down the chest to the belly button. Peel open the flesh, crack open the rib cage, rib cage with some uh, bolt cutters, which is fucking gnarly. Right. Uh, the first thing they notice right off the bat is that her lungs are heavily Burned. smoke damaged, burned. Yeah. yeah, basically blackened. So they're thinking, well, okay, she was in a fire, but the outside of her should be like a molten mess. Yeah, it's not, mm-hmm. man. There's no. Signs of a fire anywhere. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, the next thing they do is they... Have they done the nails at this point? They've done the nails and they yeah. found peed yeah, under peed. her nails, which is like some kind of soil. Old, yeah, old northeast it's soil. It's northeast or yeah. area. Something that you find in the northeast. So now they're looking at her organs. Mm-hmm. First thing, they after they look at her... Um, Lungs, they start poking around. They find that, like, her uh, gallbladder and spleen are all scarred up. Yeah. Which, again, doesn't make a lot of sense Mm -mm. because it looks like she's been stabbed repeatedly. Yeah. Except that her skin was perfect. There would be stab wounds. So they're like, this is fucking crazy. Yeah. Let's see what she ate. Let's see what she ate. Open up her stomach, and what they find is a, a flower. Am I right? It was some kind of a plant. Yeah, yeah. They're like, what is it? It's some kind of a plant. So they put it on the microscope. They do a quick, you know, do some research on it. Yeah, that was the first thing they found in her stomach. Yes. Well, they find something else in her esophagus. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, In her stomach is this flower. They do the quick, and they find that the flower is native to the Northeast also. Mm -hmm. So, mind you, they're in Grantham, Virginia, which is East Coast, um, but more Central East Coast, Midwest, Mm -hmm. I would say. So they're like, oh, that's kind of weird. So she's from the northeast somewhere, and uh, she's got this. Somebody shoved this. She ate this flower. It's in her stomach. Mm-hmm. Well, she was maybe starving, and these human traffickers maybe put her out. So she just grabbed something and ate it. And uh, okay, interesting. Northeast, excellent. Now they start looking in her mouth. They find that one of her molars has been removed. Yeah, you yanked out possibly mm-hmm. trauma in her mouth. Okay, well, she's missing a tooth. She was tortured. Oh, yeah. Obviously. I think we can sign off on that. What the hell's going on? Now, this is about the time, buddy, that some weird shit starts going on around this uh, basement autopsy chamber. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got this big storm rolling in. You know, uh, wind, you can hear the wind and the rain outside. Mm-hmm. Radio starts fucking up. And it keeps going back to this, uh, what is it, some kind of a Christian thing? Christian uh, hymnal. It's some, about let something. the sun shine in. Let yeah. the sun sh-. I assume it's some kind of a church song. I don't know. Yeah, I don't it know. sounds like a church song. It's creepy as shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, it keeps going back to this song. And uh, like 
it's funny because it's kind of almost um, Ghost Hunter-esque, like the way the, the radio will flip back and mm-hmm. forth. So, like, the first time they cut, they cut her open, the radio jumps to, like, a weather station, and it's the the, the, the storm coming. guy's like, you don't want to be part of this storm or something like that. Yeah. But then they cut her open anyway. Yeah. And then it's, it's like, like they're, the radio's talking to them. Yeah. Almost. yeah. You know, like, like she is trying to talk to them to be like, don't, hey, don't fuck, quit, stop, stop it, yeah. stop what you're doing. Yeah. But they, they're not really paying attention. And, like, to be honest, if I was there to do a job, I wouldn't. I just turn the fucking radio off or right. put a tape in or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, every time it does that, things are getting weird. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Stanley the cat has disappeared. And there's a bunch of weird clanking noises coming from a little office down the hall. Mm-hmm. So Austin goes down there to check it out. Stanley has got himself somehow fucked up in the air conditioning ducts. A dead mouse? Something. Well, that, that was before that. Oh. But when they find Stanley, he's all mangled in the air conditioning. Oh, yeah. So uh, they grab him. They pull him out. He's, he's fucking done. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, Tommy has to come down, snap the, neck, the cat's neck, and throw him in the old uh, crematory there. Mm-hmm. That's that sucks, and then we get the that bat- was mom's cat. That was mom. That was the one of the last things that Tommy had of yeah. Austin's mom. That's so sad. Very sad. My mom had to do that too. Mm. She had to put a dog down, and that was like hers and my dad's dog that they bought together. Mm-hmm. Oh God, I was so. <laughs> it isn't funny, but the first time I tried edibles was uh, oh no. Well, it was that night, and I did it with my wife and my wife's mom. Uh, and we ate way too much. Oh, no. And, like, as soon as I ate, my mom called, and she's like, I had to put Lizzie down. And I'm like, I'm so sorry, Mom. Come on up if you need, if, if, if you feel like it. And I'm like, and then, like, she's like, okay, I'm coming up. And I'm like, okay. And then the edibles hit. And then here comes my mom. <laughs> and I am high as a kite. And I'm like, Mom, I can't. I can't. I I, I, I Please don't hug me. I can't touch you right now. I, I just need to go be in a dark room by myself. And she's like, but this is with your father. And I'm like, Mom, I can't do it. I'm sorry. I am on Plan 9 from outer space. I don't even know if you're really my mom. She's like, well, but I had to put Lizzie down. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mom. I can't. Anyway, uh, it's kind of a traumatic thing for Tommy, obviously. He's like, just give me a minute. So... It's uh, we're, we're, what we're doing here is we're building the family history uh, through the plot of these two. Um, that sucks. Obviously, Tommy was very close to his wife. She passed away. We're going to get more into that in a second. Austin feels very bad about this. Um, nobody wanted to put Stanley down, but whatever got a hold of him in the air conditioning duct fucked him up pretty good. So yeah, obviously, there was some this, crazy thumping going yeah, on there. Yeah. Uh, Sound like somebody threw him in a dryer. I was gonna say, you know how like the vents, some of them have like the fan that Fans, goes around. Yeah. It's like it got right in that. That could know? be. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how that works. Uh, so that's all. That's bad. Um, now we get. He's Tom, Tommy's the type of guy that just is like, you know what? Let's get back to work. I'll feel better. Right. Let's get back to work. So that's what they do. Uh, now they are continuing their internal examination of her. Uh, they open up her esophagus, and that's where they find something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we've got here appears to be a little mini burlap. A little, uh, yeah, a little bundle of burlap, like wrapped up um, 
kind of like somebody just made like a weird little heroin balloon out of burlap, yeah. shoved it down her throat. Right. They're like, oh, fuck, look at this. Take it out, open it up. It's got like a bunch of occult symbols on it. Yeah. And when they open it all the way up, they find her missing molar. Yeah. So somebody popped a tooth out of her and made her swallow it wrapped in burlap. Nasty stuff. We look at the the symbols written on the burlap. It's a bunch of weird occult stuff and Roman numerals, Roman numerals, and things like that. And uh, they put it under the microscope. They start looking at it. They can't quite figure it out because, well, we'll fig- we'll we'll get into what it actually means later on. Now <clears throat> the weird shit is e- getting even more crazy because the lights are starting to go out. The storm is rolling in. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of weird shit going on. Uh, eventually, the lights go completely out. They start to realize what's happening. So they're like, you know what? We'll finish this when the lights are, are come back on. Let's get the fuck out of here right now. Yeah. Uh, by lights out, I mean power's out. Power's out. So no elevator. They're like, no problem. We'll just go up to the use the uh, storm hatch here. Go up the stairs. A fucking tree has collapsed on the storm hatch. They now are stuck down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, backup generator kicks on. Yep. But it doesn't really give you... Enough juice. Enough juice for the elevator, and it just gives you like a flicker. Yeah, it's more like uh, this is your backup lights, but not full power lights. This is enough to get you... uh, Uh, Heebie-jeebies. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is enough to scare the living piss out of you and tell you to get the fuck out of here. Right. But they're stuck because of the goddamn tree in the elevator. There's nowhere to go. Now shit is getting real because they're like, you know what? Get the fuck out of here. Let's go down. Tell you what we're going to do. We're going to go down to the office. Uh, obviously, there's no phone reception, no cell phone reception because of this goddamn storm. Landline in the office. Right. Let's go down there. We're going to call, call the sheriff. Call for help. He's going to come here, get, get us the fuck up out of here. So they go down there. They get on the phone. Uh, they get a hold of the sheriff, but because of the storm, they're cutting in cutting and out. out and then yeah. eventually, of course, the phone goes dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty gnarly stuff. Sorry. Completely dark down there, buddy. Man. Pretty soon, they start hearing the jingle bells. Jing, 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 jing. That would freak me the jing, fuck jing, out. Jing. Freak them right the fuck out. They're like, <laughs> yeah. uh, nope. So they barricade the door. Uh-huh. Uh, somehow, I think they went across the hall or something. Well, it was in that little office area. They moved oh. like a filing cabinet like in front of the door. Yeah. Well, the fuck is coming down there? Why are they jingling bells? It's probably one of those goddamn dead guys mm-hmm. up and walking around. Whatever it is, I don't want any part of it. So they yeah. move a filing cabinet in front of the door. In doing so, uh, Tommy cuts like a little, gives himself a little gash on the wrist. Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh, shit, I got to clean this up. He goes into the little bathroom there and gets attacked by some something thing. And all, we don't, because it's dark in there, all we really see is like those gray eyes. Yeah. Uh, slams the door. Can't Austin can't get in there to help him. Knocks Tommy down and like kicks him a couple of times. Gives him a big bruise on the side of mm-hmm. his ribs. Uh, gnarly. Eventually, Austin gets in there to help him. Pulls him out. What the fuck's going on? I don't know. Scary shit. Let's get up out of here. Uh, we tried to call for help. They go make their way back into the hallway. Dark as shit. Scary again. Ching 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 ching. They're like. Fuck this. Let's get into the elevator because it's got like one of those steel, those uh, gates that closes. It's like an old school one. Mm-hmm. And they've got a fire axe too. <clears throat> yeah. So they're like, okay, let's get in there. Let's fu- Something's coming down. And 
as these lights are flickering, we can see one of these dead guys, presumably the guy without a face. The one without a face. Is what yeah. I thought. Like kind of lumbering down the hall towards them. They're both scared as shit. They get mm-hmm. into the elevator. The gate won't close all the way. Right. And there's not enough power for the elevator to get up to the main house. <laughs> and it's coming at them. So basically they're just hanging there waiting for this faceless dead guy to come ching ching chinging down the hallway and I don't I don't know probably punch them both in the face. <laughs> Some I don't I don't know. It's not like he's going to eat him. He doesn't have a face, right? <laughs> right. So I don't know. <laughs> but uh they're scared as shit. Eventually the ching ching chingy comes down and like Tommy's like, give me the axe. He just starts swinging into the darkness. Just went, wham! Yeah. And then the lights kind of flicker up, and we realize that was actually Emma. Because oh, she was supposed to come shit. back. She came back because she had that date with Austin, mm-hmm. and Tommy just buried a fucking axe right in her goddamn neck. Oh, Jesus Christ. Mm. <laughs> First the cat, now the girlfriend. Shit. Can't throw her in the crematory, can no. we? Well, there's gonna be some, it's gonna be some questions, buddy. <laughs> so you know, big emotional scene. Uh, Austin drags the body of Emma uh, into the elevator. They're still scared as fuck all, and this is where we get a little bit of a backstory. And I could be—I don't know if I'm 100 percent accurate on this, but um, what I gathered from this was that um, Austin's mom, Tommy's wife, died of something could be cancer could be some kind of disease uh she never said anything she kept it to herself yes yeah and tommy probably could he couldn't have diagnosed her but he could have like told her given her an idea of what was going on with he her. he was probably so busy working could be very and, busy and so he all his focus is on probably dealing with cops and corners and all that stuff exactly not not able to spend all the time home well shoot if i was a home war i probably would have Might noticed have noticed something. yeah yeah so obviously he feels very guilty, guilty about of it. that mm-hmm. and at the same time he feels guilty about not being a good father to austin because he felt like austin somehow paid for it I mean, uh, what kind of dad kills a girlfriend with an axe? I mean, he didn't know. <laughs> he didn't know that was... He thought it was the faceless dead guy, buddy. Can't really fault him for that. There's a faceless dead guy chasing me around. I'll swing an axe at him, too. Oh, shit. Sorry, honey. Yeah. So, uh, that's pretty fucked up. Now, now they're like... Now, this is where Austin kind of puts it all together. He's like... Dude, all the weird shit started as soon as we started cutting into her. Yeah. I kind of, that's that's when it all began. Maybe she wants us to know something or fix something or we should finish the autopsy. Or maybe we can like lay her to rest or something like that. Mm-hmm. Whatever, we, we should go and continue with what we're doing here. <laughs> so they go down there and they continue to open her up and poke around. And basically, Tommy finds like a layer inside her skin yeah it's fucked man so he peels back like the exterior layer Mm -hmm. and basically we find the same weird occult markings from the burlap sack on the inside of her of her skin yeah like a tattoo yeah you cannot get the inside of your skin tattooed there's a little wildlife for you uh i don't think you can do that buddy no. I, the, to my knowledge, I've 
not met a tattoo artist that is willing to tattoo the like your spleen. Tattoo goblin. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. It's like a tattoo parasite. But it gets inside yeah. you. It's weird. Uh, and it matches like the the pattern that was on the little burlap. Yeah. So now they have to go back and take another look at that. What they find is that when they fold the burlap piece in half, it kind of superimposes itself on itself, mm-hmm. and then we can kind of read what's written there. Right. Which boils down to Leviticus twenty twenty seven, which mm-hmm. says something to the effect of biblical passage, obviously. Right. Says something to the effect of. Um, Witches should not be suffered to live or something like that. Right. Um, and then uh, a Roman numeral, Roman numeral underneath it, 1693. Mm-hmm. So let's put a few things together. 1693, northeast, New England area, witches. This is probably somebody or something having to do with the Salem Witch trials, right? So that's ta- creepy as shit, right, man? What <laughs> What I really like about this movie is that they they played that card so close to the chest. Yeah, no pun intended. <laughs> technically, inside the chest, <laughs> yeah. that you didn't. We we had no clue that we were talking about witches or witchcraft or ghosts or demonic any or any supernatural anything really until that point. Up, and we're like forty five minutes yeah. into the movie at this point. Mm-hmm. So now Tommy very quickly re- okay Salem witch trials that was all horseshit. There's no such thing as witchcraft, and then they kind of quickly draw some conclusions that the the trials and the torture and the things that happened to the the young ladies kind, was kind of a self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, you created the witches when you put this young this witch in particular mm-hmm. when you put her through all of that fire damage, stab wounds. Um, ankles and uh, wrists broken, uh, tongue cut out, yeah. forced to swallow her own fucking tooth wrapped in burlap. This is torture. She was tortured. To oh death. yeah. Now we wouldn't know that by looking at her, but now we're we're fig- we're putting it all together, mm-hmm. and she is enforcing that. She is enforcing that on them, which is gnarly. Yeah, that's some scary shit. So like, oh, fuck me. Okay, well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to perform the quickest autopsy we've ever done in our entire lives. We're going to come up with a very hasty, quick cause of death. And then we're going to throw her in the old uh, crematory here. Yep, sounds good. We will be on our way. (laughs) Yes. And we will hopefully, this will be the end of this. And we can do that. So apparently to uh, complete an autopsy, you must get into the skull cavity right. and take a look at the old brain. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of how we arrived at some of these conclusions. Because when they put a piece of her brain under the uh, microscope, we found out the brain is very much alive. Oh, yeah. This young lady. Functioning. Kicking. Yeah. Making the brain blood cells, cells were going crazy. Banging, which is, of course, impossible because her heart is in the little scale thing. Right. You can't live without your heart, man. Mm-mm. That's a dead brain. That is a dead-ass brain. Should be a dead brain. Should be. But not. So, fuck. Here we go. Here we are. Mm-hmm. So, uh, while that's going on, uh, Austin's like, you know what? We're going to skip to the chase. <laughs> Grabs a bottle of uh, flammable shit, throws it all over her, and lights her up. Fire quickly jumps from her 
to straight up. Well, for, first, what it does, and this is kind of kind of weird if you watch. Well, it's kind of cool actually if you watch it. It goes around the room and burns up all the evidence. Oh yeah, it burns the the, the video camera. recorder. Yep. burns all the pictures off the wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, burns the chalkboard where they were like pointing things out and stuff. Yep. And then uh, as soon as that's done, uh, Austin runs around with a fire extinguisher. She has zero fire damage. The fire on her just kind of goes out on its own. Yeah. And the room is, other than all the evidence, is perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> at this point, Tommy kind of puts the whole thing together. He's like, she's a witch. <laughs> Fucking fuck me. Well, so while Austin is running around putting out all these fires, Tommy kind of leans in and he's like, hey, hey, sweet pea, I'll make you a deal. You let him go. You do whatever you want to me. Yeah, I'm not going to fight you. Yeah, he's like, oh, you can, you can have at me all night long. Uh, and apparently she takes the deal. Because, Ish. yeah, sort of. <laughs> because immediately, like, Tommy's ankles break, his wrists yeah. break, his tongue, he spits his own tongue out, mm-hmm. falls down, his eyes go completely gray, uh, starts coughing up smoke. Uh, you can like kind of get the idea that he's being stabbed the way he's jerking and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, eventually Austin, he's like begging Austin to kill him. So Austin stabs him with a scalpel and that's the end of Tommy. Yeah. Well, shit. Austin's like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to get the fuck out. He hears the cops outside trying to get the tree off the, the door. So he's yeah. like, okay. Bye. Yep. Goes I know run, where to go. Yep. Goes running up there. The cop, the Sheldon, the uh, police chief is like, hey, open up the door. And he's like, no, there's a fucking tree. Can't you see it? He's like, open up the door. And then Sheldon starts singing that song, let the sun shine in. And Tommy's, or uh, Austin's going, oh, boy. Oh, fuck. And then he turns at the top of the stairs where he, we get like a little jump scare of dead Tommy star- standing at his face. Right. And Austin falls over the canop- or the uh, banister down three floors to the bottom and cracks his head open on the, on the uh, cement floor. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty – well, that's sort of the end of your movie. After that, we get a postscript of uh, the cops actually coming in, being equally as perplexed at this crime scene as they were the original mm-hmm. and uh sheldon telling them to move the body of the girl as far away as they possibly can because he doesn't want anything to do with her and uh as the ambulance driver or the coroner driver is driving to the next county like her toe goes off and the radio station switches to that song yeah and you get a little ching 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 there's something even before that what is it the weather was perfectly nice outside oh that's right yeah, yeah. so all that weather stuff was all the witch it, it was really all wasn't going witchy. on yeah that's pretty much it your movie there buddy what'd you think of the autopsy of jane doe oh i dig it I like this one. It's a great show, right? Oh, yeah. It's one of my favorites, man. Yeah, that would be a really good horror theme month. Morgue horror. I would love to see an autopsy of Jane Doe escape room. Ooh. But good luck getting a naked, a naked chick chicken there. there like that <laughs> yeah. while you poke and at her. <laughs> we don't need a scalpel. Just give me that glove. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do a deep cavity search. That's right. <laughs> A bunch of horny kids in there beating yeah. off. All over. Are you sure she's dead? Yeah, I don't care. Oh, God. Nasty. It's a great show. God damn it. Um, yeah, it is. If you haven't seen it, you definitely need to check this one out. Um, technically a witch. Yeah. Um, 
really more, I mean, it's not like a traditional witch movie in that there's like witchcraft or, you know, the spells or the brooms or any of that yeah. stuff that you would expect to find. Uh, this is just... There's no hocus pocus. One, no, there is one dead body and she is pissed off. Yeah. And she warned you. Mm-hmm. She did try to warn you. Through the radio. Through the radio. I mm-hmm. wouldn't have caught it either myself. Mm-hmm. I would have been like, eh, turn that shit off. All right, inmates, let's take us a little break. We'll do some other stuff, huh? Oh, yeah. like what you hear head over to the padded room facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation check out the t-villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show and we're back buddy yeah oh snap um so i always thought it would be cool to be in that business like oh I'm, that's like a dream of mine. Yeah? Yeah. I would have a problem with kids. I don't uh, know that, that I could do, tough. like, you know, especially, like, if there's, like, a lot of trauma. That would probably yeah. fuck me up. Like abuse kids or something? Or even, like, car accident kids that are all yeah. jacked up. Ah, you got, yeah, that would be rough. I imagine you, 
there's some kind of like training to get past that or something. But still, on paper, it's that's a hard sell. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even mind having just if you could live in a morgue place like that. I don't know that I want to do that. Yeah, I imagine well, the smell. You know what I'm saying? Oh uh, yeah. You probably imagine at some point like working at a, at a. You just dump. don't smell it anymore. You just don't smell it anymore. It'd be but great if you're a serial killer. Sure. Just, you got that. That's not a victim. That's 12F. You got that furnace. Just throw them in throw there. Throw them right in there. You're good. <laughs> I'm starting to wonder about you, big guy. <laughs> <laughs> you ready to get into the Terra Dome? Hell yeah. Let's get it on. No tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. We are now in the finals, or semifinals. This is the Inferno Conference Round 13, inmates. Bear with me, I'm not much of a writer. The monster had returned, as Victor knew it would. This time it brought friends, and they were slowly surrounding the castle. There was no escape this time. The creature's hatred felt unfair. After all, it was Victor Frankenstein that created the creature. Sons usually don't destroy their fathers for the simple act of creation. The vampire and its bats were circling the towers. The lycanthrope was howling in the growing storm, as the invisible one might as well have been standing right in front of Victor at that very moment. It was only a matter of time. Victor's last card to play came in the form of a small box. A toy, rumored to be a gateway from this world to another, also believed to be a means of summoning an escort through that gateway. Time was running out. Victor picked up the toy maker's box. Team's competition, we have the Universal Monsters Buddy versus the Cenobites. Oh, man. That's a tough one, dude. That really is. Um, Wow. I'm going to have to go with the Cenobites on this one. All right. I think... I am going to have to agree. Um, the universal monsters are pretty gnarly. Yeah, the werewolf. They can be pulled apart. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because uh, once they got you with the chains. That's it. They can they get enough of those into you in a short amount of time and pull apart like they did with uh, Frank at the end of Hellraiser 1. Mm-hmm. You're basically a red mist at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
The only one I don't see them getting would be Dracula. Dracula might be able to get away. Wolfman they could take. Yeah. Creature from the Black Lagoon. If they can, mummy they could take. If they can spot the Invisible Man, um, I got to go with the Cenobites on that. Yeah, that is your uh, Terrado matchup for the weekend, mates. It's the Universal Monsters versus the Cenobites. Get us your votes by next week. Mental Health Hotline is area code seven seven five three eight seven zero two seven five, or get us on the email at the Padded Room two thousand eleven at hotmail dot com. And while you're considering that matchup. And other reasons to email us or call in. Uh, we are still accepting boob pics, buddy. Yes, from, always. From ladies. Yes, from buddy. ladies. Thank from you for ladies, clarifying buddy. that. <laughs> Sorry, gentlemen. Sorry. Tim, we've already seen yours. Uh, Freddie, no thank you. <laughs> We're going to tell you what movies we got to watch this week in a little segment called What Are You Looking At? What are you looking at? So it's 31 for 31, buddy. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. 31 days of October, you watch a horror movie for every single day. Yeah, I just uh, can't fit that in. I know. It's it's a tough one. Yeah. I, I skated one in today, like last minute. Like wow. As you guys were rolling up, the ending credits were rolling. <laughs> um I'm not getting out of it without watching the Blair Witch Project from 1999. <laughs> now, hear me out. And I was hoping Jason would show up because I would like to engage him. That, that conversation. Yes. yes. And I stand by <laughs> who is the most annoying fuckface in horror history. I stand I by Heather Donahue. Yeah, I agree. I can't stand her in it. He calls it the Franklin effect from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I want to change that to the Donahue effect. <laughs> yeah. I can't, I, first off... I love both those movies, Blair Witch Project and The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. Fully agree with Jason that uh, Franklin is an annoying shit Oh, yeah. yeah he's, he is. he's whiny and he, oh, Sally, Sally. I get it. But on the spectrum of people that I want to punch in the face, <laughs> yeah. number one, I'm not going to punch a guy in a wheelchair. <laughs> I've been called a lot of things, but I am not a wheelchair puncher. <laughs> but give me a lady out in the woods. That's right. <laughs> but a bossy snatch in the woods, I will uppercut right up into those trees. <laughs> I would like to, at some point, I think, um, what do we got? Alabama month next month. If nobody gets, um, if nobody pays for the month for of December, I think we're going to do like a douchebag month. Oh, where man. we're each going to pick the biggest douchebag that we can think of in a horror movie. I'll tell you right now what mine is. I just named it. Uh, uh, who else is a notable douchebag? Carter Burke from Aliens. Oh, yeah. Uh, the mayor from Jaws is a pretty solid douchebag. Mm-hmm. Uh, PJ from Hellraiser 3, real cocksucker. Mm-hmm. Um, we should do a douchebag month, I think. Yeah. Most hateable characters in horror. <laughs> anyway, I watched uh, The Blair Witch Project from 1999, Dead Girl from 2008, uh, Weird Undead Rape in the Basement of a uh, Abandoned Mental Asylum, mm-hmm. The Gansfield Haunting, 2014. How was that? That has one of my favorite girl-on-girl scenes of all time. Okay. Rumor Willis. She's got a weird face. Yes, she but does. But from the neck down... Mm-hmm. She spends a lot of time in a bra and panties in this movie. Oh, is that that apartment one? No. 
It's a abandoned. It's like a how. There's like a. These college kids are doing an experiment in an abandoned house. Yeah, one has a camera. Yeah, well, of course. They they have they have like the, the experiment. They, they were doing drugs. She was like, oh, girl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember this one now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I like that part a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Willie's Wonderland from 2021. Seen that? Oh one? yeah, love that. <laughs> That's part of my 31 for 31. Also, The Dark and the Wicked from 2020. Very cool. Another 31 for 31. Watch the new Hellraiser. Yeah. You watched it too. Yep. What do you think? I liked it compared to like some of the other ones that I've seen. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I just I like the whole premise behind it. I thought it was really cool, especially the main you know bad guy in it. Yeah. Um, you know, not not talking about the Cenobites or them, but right. <laughs> so the thing about the Hellraisers is that the Cenobites and Pinhead by proxy have always been more of the murder weapon. They're yeah. usually not the bad guys. But there's guys. been some silly-looking Cenobites. That's the main problem I had with this one. Why are they all pink? Yeah. Why are they all pink, buddy? I I can't. I, I have a hard time getting behind a pink Cenobite. Yeah. And I get the it. The main chick will, whoo. I get it. It's supposed to be like exposed muscle and sinew and all that. Right. But you got to have the black leather in there, dude. Mm-hmm. You know? It, it, it doesn't... It's just weird seeing them all pink. And yeah. especially, like, not Pinhead, but the other main Cenobite that had, like, that skull open thing. She right. was, like, an Asian chick, I think, played her. Mm-hmm. Looked like she had floppy bunny ears. Yeah. I, that, doesn't, that doesn't feel right to me. Yeah, I like the, I like the chitter-chatter one. That was cool. Yeah. That was kind that was of cool harking back to the original Hellraiser. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I like that. There were some cute little nods to, to the original, mm-hmm. you know. Um, the storyline was solid. Yeah, it was. Um, I don't want to ruin it for anybody that hasn't. Seen I, it. I know it's hard to. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna give it a thumbs up. Yes, it is definitely light years above some of the latter installments in the franchise. Right. Um. My my only real gripe with it is the look of the Cenobites. Mm-hmm. I I don't I don't I I understand what they were doing, but it's just too much pink. Yeah, you know what I mean. Too much pink in there. Mm-hmm. You liked it though. Yeah, I did. I definitely give it a thumbs up. Right on. I've got a question. And it's, and it's even worth a rewatch. Oh yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's like two hours plus. Yeah, which was it was a long movie. I'm like, gosh. Yeah, this is. Really? But it was, it was it was good though. Yeah, totally. I've got a question for you, yeah. buddy. How many times have you gone to the the movie theater? The streaming services, maybe your local video rental place, and said to yourself, I've got to find myself a fishing-based horror movie and been disappointed in the selection thereof. I'm here to tell you that those days are over, buddy. Oh, yeah? Because I have found a fishing-based horror movie for you by the name of Bloodhook from 1986. Wow, an older one, too. It is, and it's about a slasher in which the uh, killer has a giant hook on a reel, and he can cast it with pinpoint accuracy and slash you open with it, with, with the, the fullback. And you like this? I did not. <laughs> I thought it was dumb as shit. Okay, I was going to say, IMDb gave it a 4.3. That's higher than I would have given it. <laughs> oh, really? But I will say I have never seen a fishing-based uh, slasher movie before, <laughs> and now I can... Now you can cross that I off your list? check that box, buddy, because there it is. Blood hook. Okay. It's uh it's something. Anything for Jackson from twenty twenty, you've seen that? Yes. A great Halloween yeah. movie. 
Burial Ground from 1981. You remember that? Burial Ground. Oh, yeah. It's the Italian man boy that mm-hmm. continues to breastfeed while past his time. Yeah. And lastly, Cabin in the Woods from oh. 2011. Yeah. Another Halloween classic. That's a great for one. Me. That's all I'm looking at, buddy. What do you wow. got? I got to check out Her- Inheritance. Okay. Uh, that was actually pretty good. Have you seen that one? I've seen the trailers for it. Um, yeah, really good. A little twist at the end. Simon Pegg does a great job in it. Cool. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, I went to the theater and saw, we saw Smile. Okay. Dude. I'm interested. That is an awesome movie. Is it? Yes. Looks creepy as shit. Yeah, there's some creepy moments, um, but it's just, it was very well done. Okay. Um, Part of me thinks they took a little bit of it from It Follows. And I'm not going to say what of it, but it kind of reminded me a little bit of that. All right. Um, 1985 House. Nice. Yeah. William Cat. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> that was a great one. And, of course, you know, the new Hellraiser. Right on. Yep, that's it. Right on, dude. Let's get into some immersion therapy, shall we? Yes. Immersion therapy. Sissy, sissy, sissy. What did you think of sissy, buddy? Man. <laughs> she went crazy. Uh, yeah, it kind of had like a Tucker and Dale versus Evil vibe to it. You know yeah, I mean? but not as many accidents. This is all straight up. Well, I, I, the first one was not an accident, but I don't think she meant to go that far. Second one was an accident. Because he was like, oh, yeah, I can help oh, you, I can yeah. help you. And then he fell off the cliff. Right. Uh, third one, I mean, her hair got caught in the drain and then kind of scalped her. She kind of scalped, scalped herself. her and drowned at the same time. Yeah, kind of scalped herself trying to get loose. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was much more like uh, Tucker and Dale ver- versus Evil if it was Instagram-based. Oh yeah, in a weird way. <laughs> I, I I got a couple of chuckles out of it. I did too. It's not the worst thing I've ever seen. It's a com- it's more of a comedy. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, it's like horror for teens. You know? Yeah, <laughs> or if you're watching it as an adult, you're like, eh, it's <laughs> yeah, right. It's a bunch of dumb stuff. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm not mad at it. What do you got for us this week, buddy? All right, this week let's check out 2020's Books of Blood. This is about a journey into an uncharted and forbidden territory through three tales tangled in space and time. You will find this gem on Hulu. Very cool. Check that shit out, inmates. We will do the same and compare notes next week. In the meantime, you must now educate me. Educating Miss Monica. First, my clues from last week. I just showed up, and I am an angry, vengeful demon here to exact some terrible 
wrath upon this small town. Uh, I got arrested as soon as I showed up and put right. in jail. That actually works to my benefit because all the fuckheads that I'm looking for happen to be in jail with me. I got the uh, school teacher that beats his wife every Saturday night. I got the drunk driver that just killed somebody on the road. And now I get to uh, wreck, the, wreck their assholes. And as soon as I'm done with that, I'm going to start looking at the cops that lock me up. I am, of course, Let Us Pray. Man, what a great movie. That's a great show, right? I love that one. Mm-hmm. Especially the opening sequence with the waves oh, crashing yeah. and the ravens flying through the town. Mm-hmm. Beautiful stuff. Who might I be this week, you ask? Good question. Well, I have a specific skill set, buddy. I am good at going from town to town and identifying problematic people. Hmm. And I can't tell you really what kind of problematic people, except that uh, I uh, exercise my authority to help them identify these people and get rid of them. And sometimes, um, if there's a hot chick, (laughs) you know, and uh, I, I know that I can squeeze her a little bit, I might say that her dad is one of these problematic people. And if she wants to get her dad off the hook, she can convince me vigorously that her dad is a-okay and then i might let him off the hook eventually obviously all this shit is going to catch up to me and i too will be identified as a problematic person and then i will meet my own my own fate that i usually put on other people and it's going to be nasty buddy (laughs) who might i be you ask tune in next week and i will clue you in i don't think i could i I realize that was extremely vague, but there's a certain word that is in the title. <laughs> you don't want to. And if I say the word, <laughs> it gives it away. Then people are going to be like, "Ah, gotcha." <laughs> Other than that, I think that's about going to do it for us this weekend, mates. Thank you very much for joining us. Join us next week for House of the Devil here in which month? October in padded room. All right. Um, we do have a Patreon campaign running. If anybody wants to check that out, go to support.paddedroompodcast.com. It'll take you right to that uh, Patreon page. You can also go to paddedroompodcast.com, find any information you need to know about us, upcoming shows, past shows, hosts, bios, all that fun stuff is there. Other than that, I think that's about it, buddy. You got anything else? No. All righty. For Jason Harrell and Absentia. Uh, people that accuse other people of bad things and then possibly meet some form of capital punishment. Um, The new Hellraiser movie, which is pretty good, Mm -hmm. despite the pink Cenobites. (laughs) You know what I also didn't care for about that? The new Cenobites are very chatty. In the oh, old yeah. Hellraiser movies, they didn't talk much. They didn't communicate, yeah. No, well, they did, but it was like, are you teasing us? Don't be teasing us. Right. Now they're like talking shit. Mm-hmm. I, uh, the, the Ceneb- That's true. The Cenobites were always like the backdrop, you know? Mm-hmm. Pinhead was the one doing the shit talking. Right. Now they all want to chime in. <laughs> There's like a hierarchy the, here. The new wave Cenobites. Yeah, you know what? Just shut your mouth. <laughs> Back to work there, coat hanger face. Yeah, right. <laughs> and the Padded Room Podcast, I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye and have a great week. Put my hands up.